The president's upcoming payroll tax deferral has federal employees asking dozens of questions about what the policy means for them. Like, is it a tax cut if you have to pay it back? They're not getting many answers. The Trump administration late last week confirmed all active duty military members will be subject to the tax deferral. Also, Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now with more of what we know. And Nicole, we did talk about this last week. And what else have you learned more recently about this strange situation? So, Tom, it really is strange because basically it has been a slow trickle of information that we've been getting about this upcoming payroll tax deferral. And late Friday, we were able to confirm with the Trump administration that, yes, all military members, active duty military members from all military branches will also be subject to the payroll tax deferral, in addition to civilian federal employees. And we sensed that this was the case because of a memo that the Coast Guard put out to its military and civilian federal workforce on Friday morning that pretty much said as much. It also gave a few more details to some questions that we've been getting from federal employees and that some of the federal unions have been reiterating in you know conversations with us in letters to the Office of Management and Budget as well. So, you know, one, we know that military members are a part of this too. We have since seen on multiple occasions confirmations that there is no opt-out option for federal employees. You can't opt in, you can't opt out. And we're learning a little bit more about how this might impact members of the military, what threshold they would, their you know, uh, salary essentially would need to be in order for them to um, be subject to this payroll tax deferral, as well as a few other details on what it means if you leave federal service before the end of 2020. There's some questions there about how you're expected to pay this back, because yes, as you mentioned, you will have to pay this back. That's so strange. In other words, it's a forced savings, but not really a savings. It's just a forced short-term cash bolt that people will get. And then hopefully they'll be able to pay it back based on, I guess the theory is for the general economy, is that people will have better paying jobs or raises at the time when the tax pay, when the taxes do again. But that's not true of federal employees or military members. Well, on one hand, we do know that members of the military are on track for a 3% raise or so in 2021. Federal employees, as far as we can tell, the civilian side, they're on track for about a 1% pay raise. Of course, all of this can change between now and the end of the year. But that's what we know so far. But yes, like you said, there is the expectation that employees will see some sort of temporary savings soon, and we haven't gotten a firm date on that yet either. The Trump administration initially told us that they were thinking the second paycheck of September uh, in some new frequently asked questions that the Defense Finance and Accounting Service, military's main payroll provider, posted. Looks like over the weekend, they're saying that this will go into effect for the mid-September paycheck, so coming soon, essentially. And and And, by the way, we're talking about the Social Security deduction, not the regular income tax deduction. That's right. It's the Social Security deduction. Those taxes, those uh, the withholding that you would initially take in your biweekly paycheck or uh, twice monthly paycheck for military members, that'll be deferred and you'll have to pay it back potentially with interest, depending on how soon you pay this back from January to April. The Coast Guard notice, I thought interestingly enough, mentioned that you would have to pay this all back 
over the course of your paychecks in January, February, March, and April. So they're suggesting that it would be a series of repayments, not a lump sum repayment, which was a question that employee unions had had. As to whether or not you might separate, the Coast Guard noticed also mentioned that if you separate before 2020, that the deferred taxes would be taken out of your final paycheck, essentially. Of course, this is just from snippets that we've been able to piece together from agency notifications that have gone out to employees. There hasn't been administration-wide guidance yet on how this exactly will work. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, and you mentioned some of the union reaction and some of the other inbound messages you're getting from federal employees. I'm guessing the reaction hasn't been all that great to this idea. No, it hasn't been all that great. I have to say, I haven't seen in any of the Twitter comments, direct messages, comments that have come into our website about this particular policy, I haven't seen anyone say, I'm really excited about this. I can't wait for this to kick in in you know later this month. We haven't heard that. Instead, what we've heard is a lot of frustration from the unions that they're not getting information. You know, the National Treasury Employees Union wrote to OMB late last week as of Friday. They said they hadn't gotten a response yet. And some of the emails that they're collecting from their members at some of their big bargaining units show there's a lot of just lack of information that employees are getting. You know, in an email that we viewed from the IRS to its employees, you know, the IRS pretty much said, we've asked Treasury about the opt-in, opt-out option, and they've confirmed it can't be done. But as to some of the other questions that employees had, and the IRS message said they were getting quite a few, they said they didn't have the answers yet. A email that went out to Customs and Border Protection employees really didn't have any information at all. It pretty much said, ask your tax professional for some advice on this. So I think, you know, (laughs) employee unions and the agencies themselves are still trying to figure out exactly what this will mean. Yeah, interesting. And the other issue that people have is it looks, at least in some quarters, like a way to, as they're calling it, defund Social Security. And if there's less of a deduction in taxes for a large number of people going into the Social Security accounts. What about Social Security? Again, it's going to be paid back later. But Right. That's the concern. And, you know, I think the main message that we've been hearing from federal employee groups to their members is you should not expect Congress to come to the rescue on this one. Congress would have to step in and say, look, you don't have to pay these deferred taxes back. And I don't think there's any expectation that Congress, Congress would do that One, because of the reason you just mentioned, because of the potential defunding of the Social Security program. I think there's a lot of concern there. Some House Democrats late Friday introduced some legislation that would attempt to try to stop this, though it's unclear to me whether or not that bill will really see the light of day in a very busy legislative session that Congress is coming back into now. And I guess the other interesting question is why they just did not apply this deferral to regular income taxes so that the federal treasury coffers would be the ones that didn't get it. I'm not sure, Tom. This particular issue of the Social Security taxes was part of one of President Trump's executive memos, uh, which he put out back on August 8th. And that's specifically what this memo calls for. So, you know, wouldn't want to begin to possibly... Uh, assume, you know, why the decision was made to um, defer Social Security taxes. But that is what the administration has chosen to do. And we haven't heard of any large employers going along. I know when we last spoke last week about this, 
several large employers had said they have no plans to institute this deferral. So it looks like I haven't seen anyone coming up since that would say, yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah, not to my knowledge, Tom. I think there's just still a lot of confusion about this policy and how it'll be implemented, uh, you know, especially for the federal workforce. You know, the Defense Finance and Accounting Service, I think, has probably put out the most information to date so far on this policy and how it'll impact military and civilian employees. You know, a couple of things I'll note that they mention in their frequently asked questions. They say the deferral will happen automatically. Again, they reiterate the no opt-out option. They mention how, you know, uh, employees will begin to pay this back. So I think there's still a lot that we don't quite know yet, especially, you know, the timing of this, especially for civilian federal employees. And what we really don't know is the philosophical thinking behind it. Like, what were they trying to accomplish, I guess, with money going around in a circle for a couple of months? Well, time will tell. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out her ongoing coverage of this tax deferral question at federalnewsnetwork.com. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.